Welcome to the Ultimate Journey, a podcast on awakening to spirit. I am your host, Frank DiGenova, episode 17. Hi, and welcome to the Ultimate Journey, Awakening to Spirit podcast. I'm your host, Frank DiGenova. This episode is called Fear and How It Controls Us. We are all afraid of something. We all have phobias. Some people are afraid of spiders, snakes, and the unknown. The truth is, many of our fears are conditioned or programmed into us. Fear is real, but we only have a few. Loud noises, the fear of falling, and to many, public speaking. We are taught many fears, but what about the ones that are unexplainable? You know, the ones that don't make sense? I truly believe that we carry our memories in our DNA from previous lives. Some people are afraid of the water, of burning in a fire, or just really random or unexplainable ones. Many beliefs are passed down through our ancestry, through stories and what happened to uncle this and grandfather this or grandmother or whatnot. You know, our parents are our caregivers. They are everything to us. So we believe them and we just file it into our head. And many of these beliefs or fears affect our behavior and how we think. Many people are plagued by fear and it is debilitating They rob us from really enjoying and experiencing life fully. But the fact is, feeling fear isn't bad. It's not something that is designed to keep us down. It is designed to keep us safe from danger. Hence the fear of loud noises, of falling off a cliff or whatever. The problem starts when this mechanism or reaction or little voice inside starts getting out of hand. It takes over, gets neurotic, and takes full and total control of your life. So how do we detox our fears from steroids and stimulants? Many years ago, I was dating a woman who had fear of heights and of going fast or speed. She remedied this by <laughs> taking up skydiving. I think, I think she had over 30 jumps and by racing cars. So she addressed her fears head on. Like the famous saying is, feel the fear and do it anyway. This is the only way you will get past it is to move through it. Feel it fully. and let it go away. Just like our anxiety and traumas, you have to go right into the eye of the storm and feel it. (laughs) And then you realize that the eye of the storm is calm. It's just the outer part that is turbulent and crazy, destructive. So did racing cars and jumping out of planes cure her fears? I didn't go out with her long enough to find out. But from what I do know, I know that she manages those fears. They don't take over like they used to. From the moment we are born, we are force-fed fears constantly. Fear is a great motivator, and our parents probably found out great ways to motivate us by using fear. They also had to convince us that there was no boogeyman under the bed or in the closet. We have the best imaginations when we're young. As we grow older, we'll experience other fears, like in school, if you don't pass your test, you'll fail, or the school bully getting your lunch money, being ridiculed, or just threatened in general. If you don't fit in with that herd. Well, depending on what religion you were taught or indoctrinated with, you know, if you don't do something right, you're going to go to hell and you're going to burn and Santa Claus will know if you're naughty and you won't get any presents, you'll get coal. You know, all these are based on the punishment reward system. If you obey and you acquiesce, you're rewarded. And if you don't, you'll be punished. Many of us fear authority or being shunned or judged by others, especially if this means that we don't fit in with the popular folk, or the mainstream. The beautiful people, the beautiful people. 
okay, I, w- I won't quit my day job, promise. So basically, out of our fear, we comply and we show obedience, we obey to whatever is being opposed upon us. You see, fear is the best method for controlling someone or for controlling people. The more fear someone has, the easier they are to control. Conversely, the less one has fear, the harder it is to control them. I can tell who watches the most television or in particular news. The longer they have it on, the more fears that they have. They prey on your fears like you had when you were a child with a boogeyman inside the closet or under your bed. They make you afraid of letting your child walk to school, alone or without you, without them chaperoning them to school. Man, remember when we were kids? <laughs> Our parents just let us go wherever and however. I remember I used to leave the house and then come home when the streetlights would come on. You know it would be dinner time. And the statistics prove that when I was growing up, crime was higher. Crime has actually gone down, but the coverage or the fearism behind it has gone up. I can't believe that our generation that was allowed to do anything now bubble wrap our kids, put helmets on their heads when they brush their teeth. I mean, I can go on and on. And it's not only the news that tell us to be afraid. It's also ads. If you don't have buy this product, you're not cool or you won't fit in. You won't be beautiful and so on. The media bombards us with what if scenarios. And it's always with things that we can't see like the monster inside our closet. Severe weather patterns, asteroids hitting our planet, pole shifting, climate change, terrorists, terrorism, 9-11, and a real popular one are viruses and disease. Do you remember when HIV was supposed to kill us? Then Ebola, then SARS part one, and now SARS part two, swine flu, H1N1, Legion air disease, rabies, dengue fever, STDs, syphilis, chlamydia, all that stuff. It never ends. There's always another one coming along to threaten us and to kill us all. Don't cross your eyes because then your eyes get stuck like that. Don't crack your knuckles because then you're going to get arthritis. And how many superstitions do you believe? Now, I'm not saying all the aforementioned are not real. And they do happen. Accidents happen. Planes do crash. People get sick and die. But if you live your life fearing these, you will be immobilized. You won't do anything. You won't enjoy life. When we live in fear, we lower our immune system, we raise cortisol levels, we raise our adrenaline, and we tap out our adrenal glands. When we are in this sympathetic state or fight or flight state, we get really stupid. We make the wrong decisions because we don't think. We're reactive in fear. When we conduct life using solely our mind and our ego, we are more prone to feeling fear. Whereas if you're conducting life or living life from the heart center, there is no fear. There is only the vibration of love or the absence of it. You're either plugged in or you're not. The ego or mind is naturally or feels naturally disconnected, unplugged from this vibration of love. It's survival of the fittest. It's got to be stronger, better, and faster. It's a $6 million man. We can rebuild him. For all you TV watchers in the 70s, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So for all of you who feel disconnected to this love vibration through your own mind or whatever, there is a fear of being alone or separate from the collective because we are all one. But we think and feel that we are individual and the many. This puts us in a vulnerable situation because any authority can prey on us. They can promise us things to reconnect us, falsely reconnect us to our source, to our oneness. 
It doesn't have to be preachers or religion saying that they got the gateway or the special key to get to heaven or to reunite with God. It could be corporations. It could be anyone that has the illusion of authority over you or is perceived to have the answers. In episode four, I talked about duality and I'll mention it here quickly again. When we move away from oneness, we get into a condition or one side, the yin or the, the yang of a condition. We're only one half of the whole. Hence, we detach ourselves from the wholeness and we feel fear or separateness. We then try to control one condition or point of view as the other one opposes us. We have to accept the other condition. We have to accept both conditions to be whole. So many of us are afraid to be quiet, to be still, because then we have to see our shadows and our pain. We're at the mercy of the other condition, so basically we try to control the situation or condition. Many of us are afraid to lose control, because at one time of our life we lost control. That's why so many of us are micromanaging situations and just being neurotic about it, because we feel that we have control over things, but we don't. All we have authority over is what we believe and how we feel. Most times what we fear is a grand illusion, just like that little wizard behind the curtain, <laughs> the most powerful Oz. As the illusion drops away and the curtain falls, we see the little man that's not bad or menacing at all. He actually helps the gang afterwards realize their own personal power within themselves, courage, heart, wisdom, and all that. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. No one's getting out of this world alive, right? We're all going to die. So what are we ultimately afraid of? What are we protecting? Many of us are not only afraid to fail, but we're afraid to succeed. You know, who we have to be to sustain that and how we'll be perceived or judged. And it boils down to that is what others think of us. That's the main motivator. And I ask you, who gives a fuck what other people think of you? Really, who cares? Why, why should it matter? Start taking some chances. And if you're a guy, ask the girl out. And if she says no... She says, no, <laughs> what's the big deal? Just move on. Find out what you truly want and go after it. Make no more excuses. Stop letting fear immobilize you. You are a powerful being duped into fear and a being afraid of imaginary ghosts and goblins. They're just thought forms in your head. They're not real. Many people say the acronym of fear is false evidence appearing real. I say it's false emotions appearing real. So figure out what your fear is trying to teach you or protect you from. In most cases, it's not what you think it is. So kick that scaredy cat to the curb and embrace your power and go for gold. Live your life with richness and excitement, enthusiasm, and with gratitude. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Ultimate Journey, Awakening to Spirit. I'm Frank DiGenova. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Journey podcast, Awakening to Spirit. Join me again next time for more spiritual talk. You can reach me at info at theultimatejourney.ca. I thank you in advance for visiting my website, theultimatejourney.ca. For more information on my online courses, listeners will receive a course motivation for free. Until next time, walk in love and in gratitude.